Working with Warriors podcast by the team at the Regional Men's Health Initiative. Hello and welcome. My name's Owen Caddo and today I'm joined by fellow team members Terry Melwose and Glenn Duncan. And g'day guys. G'day. Jets, how are you? G'day. Good to be here. Yeah. We're starting a whole series of podcasts going forward where we're going to be encompassing what wellbeing tips for blokes are. And, and I guess today I just wanted to really focus on around, around the education awareness being the key to us as blokes making positive changes in our lives. And, um, and you know, in the work we do, we start right at the forefront and that's the definition of what our health and wellbeing is, Terry, and, and that's important in, in us establishing our baselines. Yeah, that's right. And, and it also is really trying to have those conversations at grassroots level with our most precious resource, isn't it? And, and those that, that people out there. And like you said, to, to encourage change, first, we've got to, you know, understand a bit about where we can do this and how we can do it and, and encourage people to take that step. So our health and wellbeing, the industry talks about the physical and mental aspects, um, you know, uh, but where we like to really come at it from first and foremost too is that that underlying factor of social spiritual well-being so we talk about um our own identity individuality you know our sense of self um culture having some passions and interests and and it is really what each individual wants it to be um and we think we've got to allow people to build other things into their life and, and we always used to have the little analogy around you know, just have a think of the last time you met a bloke and, and asked him, you know, at a party or and where the conversation went. It was usually around, you know, what you do, where you're from, and uh, maybe a bit about the weather and if it's footy season, um, maybe who your favourite footy team is. But we don't introduce ourselves as, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a father or I'm a husband, you know, I'm, I'm a mentor, all those other things in life that, that help make us tick a bit. Yeah, and I suppose in terms of when we talk about social... Um the spiritual well-being, uh, quite often people can roll their eyes and think, oh, it, it's going to be all religion, and it can be. For some people it might be faith-based religion, but so often it, it's actually just the things that do make us tick, whether that's family or nature or, or whatever it is that makes you you, whatever makes you tick. And it's not saying that that's more important than the, the physical or mental aspects of our health, but if we've got a good handling, you know, we're comfortable in our own skin, you know, we're, we're, we're passionate about who we are and what we do, we're, we're more inclined to look after those other areas of our life, aren't we? No, absolutely, Terry, and it'll make us put up our hand. That's the way I always think. If we're happy in our own skin, I will put up my hand and, and if I'm comfortable that part of my life and go and get a physical health check or talk about my mental well-being a little bit more. And, and I'll use the other thing about our health and well-being as well, Glenn, and we've talked about it through our journey, is building that capacity through our social and spiritual well-being through our life. So it doesn't matter whether I'm 18 or 88, if I've got those passions and interests, I'm going to have that capacity to feel better about myself at any stage in our life, which is important. Yeah, uh, I suppose because if, if you're everything about your identity and, and how you will what you consider to be at you at your core, if that's only tied up with your employment, that's a fairly shallow base to, that doesn't give you the big foundations on which to, to really build that health and, and that ability or that capacity to cope with adversity uh, and with a, a broader base and 
being more involved and more in tune with what you're all about, it makes you much more able to cope with change and adversity. And, and and I suppose just having that ownership that my health is my responsibility, and and we we back that up with with a little bit of research that we have to empower people to take positive lifestyle change because we can't see it now, but we we think of a little pie graph and, and what impacts on our health and well-being, and and the majority, a good seventy percent of that pie graph is our our health and well-being, our daily lifestyle choices, which are are so important important in that but there's always a but and, and we've got to understand that other 30 percent in the graph is broken up into 10 10 and 10 so the first 10 is that gen- genetics are really you know we're finding out so much more about our dna and genetics and that predisposition to certain illnesses and diseases so so it's important to be aware of our family history you know having conversations with our parents and grandparents about maybe you know illnesses that have been in the family um, the other 10 percent is that environment we've grown up in um, things we're exposed to and you think about blokes working in in harsh outdoor environments where they're exposed um, to the elements um, injury risk um, and, and also things we've been exposed to in our young years, childhood, so early childhood trauma is, is, is definitely a part of that. And then the other 10% is the access to health services. And, and we all know in regional, rural and remote WA, the, the further you get away from those regional centres, the, the harder it is to access um, not only uh, general health services, but those specialised services especially. And we do talk, Lynn, about all the time about it being on, based on that research, Terry, and that premise, but... It is my health and well-being. It's not my wife's. It's not my doctor's. It's not my parents'. It's not my workplaces. It's mine, and the majority of the stuff that impacts it will be based around my choices. Yeah, and I, and I know you've you've said to me before that quite often at, at talks people go, oh well, so and so's got that because he's the OHS guy, but it, you can't devolve that responsibility. That responsibility is yours, and if it's your responsibility, you'll value it. Yeah, yeah, you will. You'll, you'll act on it, and you'll um, yeah, you'll, you've only got to make minor changes too. I think this is uh, pretty important. We don't have to throw out the baby with the bathwater. It's just making some minor changes and looking at those things. Yeah, we can control, and quite often yep. we were told all the things we all we all know the hundred and one things we we should and shouldn't be doing in regards to health and wellbeing, but just focusing on a few key ones where we're most likely to bring about a bit of change and start working on that. And, and in turn, that gives us a bit of that energy encouragement. Well, shit, I can do I can do that. Yep. There's other things I can do. No, look, the incremental stuff's really important. So we are the same species, I guess, as well, and, and we're 99.6 the same DNA as, as, as ladies, but we have involved differently and it's not just a matter of being right or wrong but but it's important to recognize the differences because that affects how we you know seek support and help Terry and we need to talk about these issues more openly so that the system catches up and us as blokes put ourselves in the system a bit more yeah and look there's been plenty of books written about it you know men are from mars and women are from venus and 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 it's it's not as you said not about being right or wrong um and and the three ways we we talk about where we are a bit different from the ladies and and glenn uh, you're a school teacher in another light and <laughs> and the different way boys and girls men and women can communicate Oh, definitely. So uh, blokes were much more likely to speak in dot points because we do tend to speak less. So we might be a little more blunt and to the point, but we speak in the, those shorter sentences. And like I said, in dot points, risk taking's hardwired into um, our behaviour. Uh, and I know we've previously talked about the uh, the development in the brain and and how 
we as as blokes we sort of uh, we develop an accelerator much earlier than we develop brakes opposite to the girls <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. and and the, yeah and so that that behavior is probably at its at its it's different all through life, but it's at its most different um, in those teenage years, and it's at its most obvious, I suppose. Then, yeah, and that and that leads into a bit of that that winning attitude and that winning culture, and sometimes winning at all costs. You know, the, the part of the brain that assesses risk, consequences. Ninety percent of Aussie men think winning is important, and 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 that's okay. But the alarming stat is is fifty percent of that that number think it's all that matters so so when we don't take a backward step when we know um, you know in relationships taking risks with our finances our relationships our health our safety um, and and that's where we see such um, disproportionate health statistics in all areas and, and when we talk about um, you know men dying at an earlier age than ladies any preventable health illness, disease, statistics as blokes were on the wrong side. So it, so it's important to understand, as you say, from that cultural re- level, why blokes' health is so far behind the ladies when you put those three things into context, communicating, risk-taking, and then wanting to win at all costs. Yeah, and I think that winning is what makes it problematic, you know, the sense of loss for blokes problematic because because we, we're challenged um, on a on this winning at all costs and, and and quite often, whether we don't take that backward step, like you said, Terry, and whether it's financial issues or relationship issues, we know about it on the sporting field and white line fever that, that many people, both blokes and ladies, have. But but in the context for of a man trying to find a solution to a, a difficult issue, um, it does become very, very problematic and can lead to, you know, a whole lot of... of of issues which don't have happy endings if 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 we don't address that issue. So we have to talk about it and we have to, um, you know, use that analogy like you said, Glenn, with the risk-taking part of it as well. We've got to, we've got to be talking with our young blokes um, about about this and that it's all right to, to lose because part of winning is being stoic, yeah. part of that stoic culture and, um, and, and life's not about winning. And, and we see that across all aspects of both physical, mental, and our and our social well-being. When when you know any of those areas is out of control, you know we're we're, we're not coping emotionally, or we feel vulnerable, which we don't like to admit or talk about. You know the onset of a, a physical health issue, you know, and we 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 see it in on the sporting field, and you know blokes carrying injuries but still wanting to to soldier on and and fight on. And then in that, I suppose that social context too, um, you know, we, we don't like to show any any weakness um, quite often, and. and Blokes can put themselves into a space of feeling isolated and alone through through that cultural hardwiring and thinking. Well, it is, and it reflects itself straight out in the stats. You know, we're on the wrong side of the ledger compared to ladies with a lot, whole lot of our health stats, and we've got to question why, and we've got to continue to question why because those numbers haven't been getting any closer. And, and we can start with a whole lot of, um, you know, we're more likely to die than than women from a whole lot of things, so diseases, you know, bowel. Prostate, obviously, and testicular cancers, but the bowel cancer is is shouldn't be the way it is. You know, bowel, bowel cancer kills approximately say four thousand people a year in Australia. Twenty four hundred are blokes, sixteen hundred in ladies. There's no genetic reason for that. But it's not gender a, based, is it? No, no. no but, there, but there is a gender reason because blokes don't give a shit. You know, excuse yeah. <laughs> the pun. But but it is true. It's something we've really got to look at. And then, you know, stroke and heart disease. We, why are we on the wrong side of the ledger? 
you know, we've we've really got to put it into context what we're talking about. Um, you know, and uh, elaborating on that bowel screening research, you know, I read an article last year where if, if there was a hundred percent uptake of that test, of which only sits at thirty six or thirty seven percent uptake, that we would reduce the total deaths in Australia from 4,000 to 800. So that's really significant. We have got a long way to go on education and, and getting people to at that the position, both blokes and ladies here, to, to, to take up that test and, you know, save over 3,000 lives. And, and that's a big part of our message, isn't it? That that early intervention prevention, um, getting guys to the, doc, the doctor to have a, a check-up, do those tests would make a huge difference to those stats with preventable diseases. But when we look outside of that... Um, Workplace accidents um, and even road, road trauma. trauma. Yeah. Look, look, all the injuries, the the motor vehicle accidents in our youth and our young blokes are highly represented, and um, you know, and right down to suicides, where where now three out of every four suicides are completed a, a bloke. So we've really got to challenge ourselves and question ourselves on some of that psychology and and structure of us as a bloke behind that. And I guess that's what we're t- doing talking about it because because as blokes we do think we're invincible yeah, a lot of the time and that it won't happen to me i think we've all been guilty of saying that and of course there always is a, a little bit of bad luck sometimes sometimes shit does just happen yep no, absolutely and we have to acknowledge that because it's mm. in real life and um and as we get older we see that amongst not only our peers but our our parents and then and then our youth and, and the different fields that we've worked in there is a lot of, of messaging and campaigns out there trying to encourage blokes to look after themselves, their health. Their health. What, what are a few simple tips that we can take away from this today just for blo- to encourage blokes to, to take some action? Well, obviously, one of the core ones that we talk about is finding a mate or mates that you can talk to about stuff, and, and people are more likely to listen to us if we actually listen to them. So there's a, there's a good point. Um, often feeling downs related to poor physical health. So looking after yourself physically with regular exercise and a healthy diet uh, will pay dividends right across your health and wellbeing. And we say those three things, aren't they, always based around sleep, exercise and diet, three key areas we can all adjust a little bit of change to try to work on. Yeah, definitely. And and probably a, a one that really needs mentioning is that visiting your GP, but not, not when something is wrong. Um, Treat it like we treat our toys and our vehicles and those sorts of things. That preventative maintenance, scheduling in that maintenance visit is really important. And that's really important, Glenn. I've just done that this week and I've been bloody slack, mate, in terms of uh, talking about it and, and a couple of years can go by real easy and as you get older that that scheduled servicing visit is is really important so so listen well, thanks guys um and thanks for those those tips i think um we can elaborate more on that as we go forward in future podcasts but thanks once again um terry and and glenn for the chat today thank you very much no, good to touch base again guys thanks for listening to our working with warriors podcast series